0: Take Back Your Health is brought to you in part by Five premium organic hemp oil for everyday health. Visit us on the web at FiveVita.com. Welcome to Take Back Your Health. Your hosts are Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton, who will explain the shocking truths about health care, prescription drugs, food and supplement industries. They will help guide you to take back your power and feel great again. Now, here's Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton. Welcome, everybody. This is Dr. Sunil Pai. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Today is going to be a wonderful show. It is part two of Food Deception, The Dangers Continue. If you missed out on last week's episode, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to it. We covered everything from prion diseases, which is mad cow disease, more common than you think. We talked about a lot of foods in the industry, even some documentary films. We want to continue on from that discussion today and extrapolate a little bit more deeper on the issue of foodborne illness, how common it is, and the food deceptions in the food and restaurant industry. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. Today, we were talking about foodborne illness. And so last week, we were talking about you know one in four Americans get sick every year from foodborne illnesses. That's about 75 million people every year get sick from eating food in the United States. Now we think we're supposed to have a USDA and FDA and and health regulations inspections, but the system is ahead of us and we're lacking behind in quality and safety assurance. And so today we're going to talk about uh, many things that even for us during the research was quite shocking because some of these things were on our plate or could be on our plate every day. It's definitely going to be in your grocery uh, store, it's going to be in your restaurant and maybe at lunch or dinner or breakfast being served to you. So we want you to be healthy and be smart at what you're eating and being more of an educated, empowered consumer. So let's start off with some uh, infections. I know we were talking last time about eggs. We'll talk a little bit about eggs, but salmonella. So let's talk a little bit about salmonella. Maureen, can you tell the listeners a little bit about what salmonella poisoning is? And then we'll end up with E. coli as well.
2: Well, salmonella recently was found in romaine lettuce and... Uh, which is really strange. How does salmonella end up in your romaine lettuce? What is salmonella? Salmonella is a bacteria that's actually in humans and animals, uh, and animals excrete it through their feces and end up contaminating the water supply. So if you think about where animals are being processed, Um, They usually have these big giant pools of blood and urine and feces, and they keep them outside. They're usually covered, but they keep them outside, and and then they'll spray all that on the surrounding fields. Now, that uh, stuff (laughs) can wind up in the water table, or if it rains, the runoff goes downstream into the farmer's field of spinach or romaine lettuce. And um, so one of the things about salmonella is there's many different strains of it. The worst of it um, can end up uh, typhoid. So people get very sick. You get abdominal pain, nausea, diarrhea, vomiting. Usually takes 12 to 72 hours to develop the salmonella. So then you've got to trace back that far to figure out what you've eaten that was contaminated. And you're usually normally sick four to seven days with salmonella. About a million people have or become ill every year with salmonella and about 19,000 of them are
1: hospitalized. Well, that's a lot of numbers there. And then when we look at actually like things like E. coli, because that's the next kind of infection that people hear about E. coli on the spinach, on the tomatoes, on the peppers, you know, every year, there's some kind of outbreak, quote unquote. But what we want to remind everybody who's listening today is that E. coli and salmonella, all these kind of foodborne illnesses, they do not come from a vegetable or a fruit or a legume, or a plant by themselves. What are, these are bacteria that come from the inside of a human, or more importantly, inside of an animal. And so usually these farms that are contaminated are, are downstream, as we'll say, from a factory farm. The industry never wants to tell us to people, because people then would wonder, why is my food being contaminated by some other other person's food? So they'll say, there's a scare, E. coli, you know, don't buy this romaine lettuce, or don't buy this spinach, or don't buy the tomatoes this season, and they have this massive recall, and they throw away all this food. But people got to remember, it's not coming from the vegetables itself, it's coming from the above factory farming. So this is why we're so, uh, you know, in, in protest of factory farming, because what it does is danger to the environment, what it does is a danger to the other farmers who are doing wonderful good things. You can have organic foods and still get contamination. And so this is why now, unfortunately, when you go to the store, everything's triple washed and everything has to be, you know, pay a little bit more. And the reason is now we have to, because the idea is that if there is this bacteria that's coming from the inside of an animal gut from a factory farm, uh, processing plant or slaughterhouse, we call it, uh, coming into our food, then we're going to get sick. And again, E. coli, you know, carrying on from the salmonella, E. coli, there's a there's a specific strain which many people have heard about, the 015787, which is the very dangerous type that can cause bloody diarrhea and people can die. You know, people think of uh, uncooked hamburgers usually on the 4th of July coming up soon. You know, we'll always have cases of this where, you know, the contaminated meat. So this is coming from, uh, you know, factory farmed food. Um, not cooked very well, and the bacteria that's coming in from these processing plants factory farming, actually, we consume it, we get sick, and many people, unfortunately, will die, because it's a very severe, especially with younger children and elderly patients, they become very dehydrated, uh, they get sick very quickly, uh, they have to be hospitalized and t- you know, given antibiotics. Usually, it's too late by the time people are, you know who are camping on 4th of July or somewhere else, they actually get to medical care, it's, it's too much. Also important for those patients who are undergoing chemotherapy or cancer treatments, their immune system is down, their gut microbiome is also at risk, so avoiding I know animal proteins in general is key, especially uh, for all health. But more importantly, if you are if you are if you are a cancer patient or have any kind of immune compromise or gut compromise, which most people do on have on some level, uh, it, one, more, one more reason to avoid these foods.
2: And you know, usually if you end up in the you know emergency room and they'll tell you, oh, you have gastroenteritis. Well, possibly you actually have E. coli. So. One of the things to remember is if the vegetables have been contaminated with E. coli or salmonella, it's usually those vegetables that are sold in those plastic packs because that allows the fruit or vegetables, usually a vegetable, to kind of incubate inside that plastic container, and then uh, it incubates the, the bacteria. So
1: try to buy fresh, organic foods. You still have to wash it. Remember, everything comes from a truck. Everything comes from, you know, everybody's touching it on the floors from the farm. So make sure that, you know, everything is always washed. You don't have to use kind of sterilizing agents. You don't want to kill your food. But you want to just make sure that you wash it uh, very thoroughly. Like you should do with everything that you bring into the house, uh, properly with food, and then make sure that you store it appropriately as well. You know, what we always recommend with all our patients is eating a Whole Foods plant based diet, eating more organic, non GMO, you know, keeping your inflammation down with Bosmeric SR, and importantly, keeping your immune system strong. And we recommend what I take every day, what we give for our patients is Glucan 300. Go to purebetaglucan.com. That's P U R E B E T A Glucan G L U dot and learn more of what we recommend, the clinically tested, safe, natural uh, supplement for keeping your immune system strong.
2: And that's uh, probably the most important thing that you can do for yourself is to keep your immune system very strong so that these things are mild. Or if you're working with um, some sort of disease and you're taking medication or you're taking supplements, things that are natural, you're helping your body on its way to healing.
1: Right, and we always want to keep it strong. So you know, it's not just uh, avoiding these things; is that you know there is exposures, exposure risk, and so the idea is like keeping your system stronger. You know, taking healthy probiotics. We have those here at Store dot com. You can get uh, a whole bunch of different information on that. We had a whole show on the gut microbiome. Go back and listen to some of those links of what we recommend there. Now, we, know
2: how many people get sick with E. coli every year? How many? One point two million. Wow. And 23,000 of them need hospitalization. So,
1: again, you know, this, it's, it's, this is kind of like common numbers. Like over a million people, about, you know, 20,000 of you know, depending on each infection, end up going to the hospital. And that's a lot of healthcare expenditure just on food. We're not talking about people getting sick otherwise than just having a hamburger or a salad uh, on the 4th of July or something like that. So, again, everybody, please look at this. Now, last week we started and we ended with some fish, Right, we were talking about you know fishy foods, and so let's talk about lobster. You know, when I was a resident, I used to go. There's a place across the street from the hospital. I was on call, and I used to get these lobster burritos. <laughs> it was really delicious, by the way. But you know, for less than six bucks for it seemed like a pound burrito of lobster, I just could never figure out how they got it so cheap. I just thought I was lucky. You know, but now we understand that lobster, you know, very interesting, about one third of restaurants, according to a study that was published looking at DNA, and 28 restaurants across the country, major seafood restaurants, you know in that, you know 35 percent of the samples uh, did show that it was not lobster. They were actually giving uh, substitutes which are called langostinas, which are like little hermit kind of crab looking, they call them the little lobsters, the are less expensive, but they're not the real what we call Alaskan king you know, the the sorry, the the, 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 the big um, lobsters that people usually pay a lot of money for. So lobster is one thing. And also you also see the lobster meat, right, Maureen? And and what is a lobster meat made out of? What do you mean? The, so, oh, no, you.
2: That's the crab meat. The yeah, sorry, the crab meat too. Crab same, meat? Same, the
1: same thing with lobster meat because it comes in sandwiches, like in burritos. And okay, um. so
2: this is interesting. It, the crab meat in particular is made out of something called surimi paste, and then it's mixed with egg whites and starch. So we were talking earlier about how you know you're allergic to eggs. You're out to dinner. You're eating uh, crab meat in a sushi California roll or something, and uh, you end up with an allergy reaction.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of patients that when we test, they come back negative, say, for, for the seafood. They have a positive, you know, egg allergy is very, very common. And then they go, I went out, I had some seafood, and I had a reaction. I had, you know, GI, I have an inflammation, headache, etc., gut issues. And we couldn't figure it out, but now we understand that, now, you know, another study came out showing that, um, you know, red snapper, it's almost 90 something percent was 94% is mislabeled meaning wow. so if they did the dna testing again the lobster and even scallops scallops oh. have scallops have been shown to actually be actually rays uh, skate and sometimes some of them may even be shark and they use cookie cutters to actually just make it look like a scallop so these are the things that when most people think that are very expensive you know are are troubling so And there's uh, calamari
2: is often made out of pork bun.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that on on the (laughs) follow-up after this short commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about fish. We're going to talk about Kobe beef, Parmesan cheese. We're going to talk about um, wonderful things that you would think about like truffles and wasabi. Uh, We're going to get into some of the mystery meats, even the fine wines. So uh, stay stay tuned. Uh, Please thank our sponsors for allowing us to have the show and we'll come back with more. Of Food Deception Part 2.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution, supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over eight hours. Fast acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C.com.
3: Five's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit PhiVida.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A dot com. Do you want to know the secret to taking back your health? It starts with a healthy immune system. The immune system is your first line of defense against germs, bugs, and bacteria. Luckily, there is now a safe and easy way to boost your immune system. It's called Glucan 300. Glucan 300 is a highly purified supplement that's been clinically proven to double your immune response. Dozens of published studies prove that Glucan 300 is the best immune system supplement in the world. Go to purebetaglucan.com today to learn more.
0: Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an Inflammation Nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com.
3: Opinions, options,
1: answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now let's return to Take Back Your Health. All right, everybody. We were talking about
1: fish before we left the food deception in the industry, and you know we're looking at you know uh, one of these major offenders in the fish industries. We're looking at mislabeling. You know this even comes from the supplier. It's not just even the store itself. It, the, the deception starts even from the fisher men supplying it to the you know the the distributor distributor selling it to the the health food restaurant or the or the restaurant directly. Um, Toothfish has been. Uh, substituted for Chilean sea bass. So a lot of people go, oh, I want to get you know, this expensive Chilean sea bass. It's actually toothfish. Escolar uh, as white tuna. Threadfin uh, slickhead as Alaskan cod. And, slickhead. Uh, yeah, slickhead. I like that name. <laughs> don't even know what it looks like. If I Google it, it'll probably be. <laughs> but a study conducted in 2010 and, uh, uh, and 2012 from the Ocean Conservation, uh, o- Ocean Conservation Organization, Oceana, Found that every single sushi restaurant that they studied and tested in New York City at that time had mislabeled fish. So if this happens in the city that has you know the best quote unquote seafood uh, in the United States, you know fresh flown in and the you know the best artisans craftsmen that are making Japanese food and sushi, what happens in the rest of America when it's just any town buffet uh any time America all you can eat? Um, so it's just very very concerning. Escalar,
2: yeah, the Escalar has actually been banned in Japan and Italy, but we still use it here and it could be, you know, used instead of tuna. And what's the problem with that? It contains histamines that can cause disturbing side effects, diarrhea.
1: Yeah. So again, uh, one more reason just to look at, uh, in my book, An Inflammation Nation, you go to an and get a signed copy. I actually cover all the data here on the mislabeling of fish, but this is all up to date, new information. Now, what do people eat with their, usually their sushi is wasabi. And now a study came out, you know, um, that was actually written up in the Washington Post about 99% of all wasabi sold in the United States is fake. So what that is, is that it's basically a mixture of horseradish, hot mustard, and some green dye.
2: Which really isn't that bad, but you think you're eating something exotic called wasabi, and it's horseradish.
1: And wasabi is really expensive because for $160 a kilogram at a wholesale price. Right. And the interesting thing is, so it's a part of the plant, it's grated, and you pulverize it to make the spicy taste. Okay, it has it has a more complex taste than what we usually get. And it needs to be eaten immediately within 15 minutes of when it's when it's processed, because it loses its signature flavor. Now, every time I used to go when I used to go eat sushi and fish, you know, it was sitting there on the bar for I don't know how long or in the little plastic container that we took to go. It could have been there for days because it's not real stuff. So even so now we have fake fish and we have the fake wasabi. So, again, everybody, you know, again, even in New York. Fake fish, fake wasabi. We definitely want to We want to start looking at getting better. I
2: remember when I was in Japan, I used to take tours to Japan and, you know, first timers going to Japan and eating sushi. And the, f- the first time they saw wasabi, they thought it was guacamole. Wow, (laughs) and they take it with their chopsticks and put it in their mouth, and
1: (laughs) yeah, that that would not be a good thing to do. (laughs) I would, I do not recommend anybody at home doing that. I think that's a common mistake, actually. Yeah, so, so the next, the next food item, food deception is you know, this, this, this thing called Kobe beef, right? We've heard about it, it's been a big craze in the last like five, ten years, but particularly in the, you know, these, these, um restaurants that you see these chain restaurants now all the burger places kobe beef kobe steaks uh, etc um interesting thing here kobe beef costs more than $20 per ounce wow okay now there's only 8 restaurants in the entire United States that actually serve real kobe beef 8 and I could probably Google right now there's going to be a thousand different <laughs> restaurants offering Kobe beef, Kobe steak, Kobe, Kobe sliders, all these kind of things like that. Um, nope. Fake beef, fake food. OK, so we have to be careful what they're doing. They're just selling you just lower grade, regular uh, processed meats.
2: So to tell people what Kobe beef is. Uh, go ahead. People have never had it.
1: Well, they shouldn't, but uh, anyways, it's uh, where they take the cow, unfortunately, and they massage it and they treat it nicely. They're supposed to tenderize it and make it softer and all the stuff. I, I don't know. I, I think it's still inhumane to be using these kind of things like that. People say it's a softer, just kind of like a veal kind of concept of beef, right? It's like, how do we make it softer and all the stuff like that? So they pay more because it's a higher cost to um, grow the animal, but unfortunately, most people that are going to get a 6.95 or 10.95 Kobe beef burger at the hotel tonight at the conference that they're at, or traveling, on, you know, with their family having a meal, um, unlikely that it is It's just cheap meat. Now, we all go to two, um, seafood restaurants. We all go to Italian restaurants, and we all have pasta. And what is the thing that most people, except for us who are plant based, who what they put on pasta is Parmesan cheese. Now, Parmesan cheese has been shown to actually contain. So, when they say is interesting, Bloomberg News actually did a report in February showing that store-bought grated cheeses that say "quote unquote" 100% grated Parmesan cheese have been tested to contain anti-clumping additives made out of wool, wood pulp. So, it's a it's a wood pulp. Um, additive that kind of clumps it. So that's when they shave it, you know, kind of this dryness kind of powdery aspect. But since it's already grated, it's already been kind of made there artificially. So, again, you know, it's, again, a fake cheese. Yeah, well, I guess the cheese
2: cheese itself is some form of cellulose. And, you know, cellulose is okay to use as an additive, but if they – use more of it, higher levels of it, then you're getting a lot of wood pulp thinking that it's Parmesan cheese. Yeah. It tastes nice. You could hardly tell, right?
1: Yeah, because they have flavors and colors and chemicals. But that is, you I know, mean, you go to a store and you get these big old, like, these canisters and says whole, you know, 100% grated Parmesan cheese. But when you actually buy a real Parmesan cheese, it's expensive. Or when you go to the restaurant, they actually grate it in front of you and, and very little. Like they don't let, you know, they actually stop. They don't say, let us keep going until you stop. They just do a little bit and they walk away if it's a real restaurant because it's a very expensive type of cheese. Again, just try to avoid these things at all costs. You know, a natural way to actually to for those people who crave Parmesan cheese or sprinkling that kind of, you know, that dried cheese powder uh, on your food, it just try some. Uh, nutritional
2: yeast. Get some oh, organic, I
1: was just going to say that. Yeah, it some has,
2: organic nutritional it has yeast. It, it. it has
1: some glucan in it. It has, it has actually uh, B vitamins. So for, for all the people who are plant-based or non-plant-based, getting extra B vitamins, it is a great way to get um, some flavor. It has a cheese-like flavor. You can add it to your pastas. Uh, for those people who want to wean their kids off of cheese on all their pasta dishes, just sprinkle nutritional yeast. You can even make you know uh, a vegan mac and cheese with this. And There's a lot of recipes on the internet that you can look for um, to help them have their cheesiness without the casein, without the insulin growth factor, without the hormones, antibiotics, all these wonderful and horrible and things. Now, wood would. pulp. And now, now, wood pulp, right? <laughs> I just think of a wood chipper for some reason. This is a weird thing. I think of Fargo, the... and I'm thinking that's not a good thing. All <laughs> right. So, another fancy thing that you see at restaurants, since we're talking about Italian food, is truffles. And this is one of my favorite things because I used to go to I go to this pizza place all the time and they just always have you know this mushroom pizza. We yeah, get it without Jesus the cheese pizza, and they, they, and they and they add like this option of truffle oil. That was like a dollar, maybe two dollars, maybe something for a little oil. And Marine's like, "That's so fake." <laughs> so I looked it up, and yes, it is fake. In fact, most truffle oil is fake. You know, real truffle oil actually costs anywhere for an ounce of the, the actual real truffle is about. up to $100 of really good fine-grade truffles, which are the mushrooms, right? And so when we get it in, you know, like an ounce at the store for a dollar, you know, it's just basically truffle-flavored oil. So be careful about uh, truffle oil. That's something. And then what else do we have? Oil? How about olive oil? Well, I think we've... uh, We covered that. ...have seen,
2: you know, the documentaries recently about... Ah, uh, the mafia buying into the olive oil industry and diluting it with soybean oil or some other type of vegetable oil. So, and they make it look really good. So it's hard to tell.
1: Yeah, they I mean, put chlorophyll. They put really all the different nice. kind of natural green agents, and you know, it makes it look green. Um, but you know, when you look green at organic bottles, f- you yeah. know, cold pressed virgin olive oil it's super cheap almost everywhere. Even a big old gallon of it. And it used to be really expensive a long time ago. Um, so yeah, what else do we, what are the kind of oils and stuff? Well, what do you put with oil is you put balsamic vinegar.
2: All right. Well. And
1: then interesting thing. So they've shown that most of the balsamic vinegar, when they say Modena, I think of that way, and you're more for, you have the Italian background more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the city that's known for this balsamic. So they kind of market it. So they, it, it, they say it's, it's, you know, made in uh, Modena, Italy. Uh, it's actually very diluted and real high end. Um, balsamic oil must have in the ingredient grape must grape must okay And that's that's a, that's part. So when you say uh, an original traditional balsamic vinegar, it should have the grape must in the ingredient. It's guaranteeing that the vinegar has been aged at least 12 years. okay.
2: It also should say aceto balsamico
1: tradicionale. I was just going to say the same thing, but you said it much better than me. So, yes, avoid um, sugars and caramel coloring at all costs. This is another way that, you know, you can go to the store and say, oh, my God, here's my olive oil and here's my balsamic vinaigrette. And then it's super cheap, maybe like one or two, three dollars. It's going to be more and more expensive. So, yeah, no, I
2: wanted to just talk about the olive oil just a little bit more, too. Sure. Uh, you know, there was a case in 1981 in Spain where 20,000 people consumed so-called olive oil, and it actually turned out to be rapeseed oil, which is?
1: GMO canola oil.
2: Right. And that particular oil contains a poisonous toxin called aniline in it. So 20,000 people got sick from consuming what they thought was olive oil.
1: All right, so after we come back from this short break, we're going to start covering some of the spices and other foods that you get at restaurants and in your kitchen. We'll be right back.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution, supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast acting, long lasting, safe and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P A I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B O S M E R I C.com.
3: Fivita's all natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit 5 to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A.com.
0: Nominated as one of the best indie books by Kirkus Reviews, An Inflammation Nation is the definitive 10 step guide to preventing, reversing, and treating all diseases through diet, lifestyle, and the use of natural anti inflammatories. By Dr. Sunil Pai, MD. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy.
3: You're listening to Voice America Health &
0: Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at S-A-N-J-E-V-A-N-I dot Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health.
1: All right, everybody. We were talking about food deception this is part two of the continuation from last week last week we were talking about a lot of serious issues we covered like fish industries dairy industries poultry industries we're going to cover some of that today but we want to continue on where we are with the top 15 most common fake foods you know some of this was posted on an article by bewell.buzz.com uh, um, and also on bon appetit there was a a posting of it as well. So, uh, for those who want to learn more, you can go to those websites or uh, those news media. Also, you can read my book. I cover a lot of this information as well. Now, spices. So, we all look at food as medicine. You know, we always talk about healing spices. Um, and one of our favorite things that we use every day in, in our morning coffee and at nighttime we make as a wonderful tea is saffron. Right? Saffron is well, we used to think, interesting enough, we used to have a saffron in our house and uh, we used to make saffron in our food. You know, we, saffron comes from you know India, Middle East, and Spain. Um, Mexico, it's, also. I'm
2: and Spain.
1: Mexico. And there's a kind of Spanish saffron, it's a Spain saffron. So we always, what we get here at the store, you get a little vial and it has a few little strands, like these little reddish orange strands. It's really expensive, maybe like five, 10 bucks for a few strands. And so most people like to have a, a saffron, they put it on desserts. It's a very sweet, aromatic. Spice um, and it's flavorful. It covers colors things very orange and yellowish um, and delicious.
2: When you see the strands, they're like a bright orange and maybe a little bit of yellow on them.
1: Here, right, right. And so, one thing to know is that when you know, we just recently last November we had the opportunity to go to Dubai. Uh, we were at a health conference. We were invited to go. It was the Ayurvedic Yoga Unani Siddha Homeopathy Conference. 3,000 doctors came from India, and Marie and I were invited to go, which was a really honor for us to be there. And we were able to go to the spice market, the actual traditional spice market, where they just had, like, sacks of the stuff, like saffron and cardamom and, oh, exactly. and, and, and frankincense and, you know, you name it. it. Just We took wonderful pictures. We'll probably post them on Facebook sometime. Just an amazing – just kind of what you think back going, you know, centuries ago – in, traveling in the spice market, even going back to the Magi, trading spices, right? You know, all these wonderful things.
2: But we and, had a real wake-up call in the spice market. Yeah. One thing I noticed is that all of the spices in the spice market had probably been there for a long time, and they were just selling those things to the tourists. But we were called into one of the shops where they had real saffron, and we got an education on saffron, which was excellent.
1: Yeah, they actually have different grades of saffron, and what it is is that if you think of the little flower, there's these little stamens, those little twiggy parts in the center of it. And there's two main ones, a male and a female, and then there's like a small bunch of smaller stamens around that. So what happens is these are hand-picked. That's why saffron's so expensive. It can be up to about $2,000 for a pound. It's, what, it's the most expensive spice in the world. Okay. And if you get the right quality, it's actually more expensive than the, the drugs that are being sold uh, illegally in the world. And so the two main uh, stamen parts of this plant that, that that actually stays there in the Middle East. And the rest of the other parts of this you know the uh, we call them the, the normal ones or the, the not so the potent ones, not so strong ones, they get exported out to the United States. And,
2: and that's, it's, sorry, it's not the stamen, it's sorry. the
1: stigma stigma sorry. Again, my, my botany is a little bit lacking today. There you go. So, so one of the things that we see is so when people go, you know, most of us here, you know, when we go to the health store or, an, you know, an Asian store, we usually see the saffron comes in a little cap, uh, little box, and it's expensive, and it's like an orangeish yellow color. That's what we all have perceived saffron to be, you know, this orange yellow color. And now what they're, they're showing is that it's actually a lot of the fake saffron is just dried um, onions, shaven. Right. Okay, and uh, they actually put some orange dye to that. So it takes 150 flowers to make a single gram, a single gram of saffron. That's why it's so expensive, right? So there's all these uh, people in the fields picking one by one and putting them in the basket and all the stuff like that. And yet, it only takes one onion and some orange dye to make a whole bunch that goes on clearance at the health store when we see like, oh, saffron's on sale. So. Well.
2: What it should look like, it should be a really deep, dark red, almost like dried blood color.
1: Yeah. And actually, when you then when you crush it and, you you know, we, we make it a saffron tea at night when we use a mortar and pestle, then it becomes like a deep red lipsticky kind of powder. And then, you know, um, when you put, uh, say, like a, some alternative milk beverage uh, making into a tea, it turns into this orange color. But when you see it in the store, it's already an orange color strand that's usually fake. <laughs> now the benefits of saffron is anti a lot of anti-cancer benefits anti-inflammatory benefits you can read that in my book also there's a great book called healing spices by dr agawal you can get that on amazon he covers all these things he's a former researcher at md anderson Who is was-
2: wonderful for the reproductive system
1: right. right and good for good for mood so there's even a supplement now that we're trying to extract mm-hmm. some of the comp- components for depression and uh, mood disorders now what else do we put with saffron a lot of times when we make dessert is vanilla Right. And vanilla extract, you know, you see vanilla extract everywhere you go. You know, even when we travel in Mexico, there's always these, uh, these stores that say real vanilla extract, no fake, no, you know, not adulterated. And I used to never understand that. But explain to you what is happening here with the vanilla.
2: Well, I get, <clears throat> excuse me. I guess there's an imitation vanilla, which is made from vanillin, which is an organic compound that <clears throat> does not occur naturally in vanilla it's actually synthesized in a lab. And um, one of the ways that you can distinguish real vanilla is it contains a uh, chemical called (laughs) 4-hydroxybenzaldehyde. I kind of butchered that one. (laughs) Maybe you you can say that. That's fine. That's fine. But you'll never know that unless, you know, you have a, a lab available for you. But That particular component is a bacterial side. So it protects you against uh, certain bacteria strains. Maybe you need it for E. coli or (laughs) one of those. And it's also an antioxidant.
1: Yeah. So when a lot of people buy like even this, this kind of say the vanilla and similar to like the essential oils episode, go back and listen to the essential oils episode that we had with Chris Reed. You know, we started talking about how like lavender, then you have a lavendin. And so now you have a vanilla in these are things that are very similar, but they lack the actual health benefits. They're synthetic. And that's why you can get cheap vanilla extracts at the store. Again, you go to health stores and, that, you know, one thing that I always recommend people, you know, there's one of these stores There's all these now like health outlets that are like, um, Stores that have like the off items um, and and people think that, okay, I'm going to get the stuff that's on discount, Um, but usually they're blowout items. Those things you got to stay really far away from because we know for sure that when they're blowout items or they're mismatched and they're like, oh, I can get cheap olive oil or here's some vanilla extract and here's some saffron at these uh, store depot kind of places that you'll see around the country now everywhere. They're like a dollar store now for food. Also don't buy food at the dollar store as well. And that they is, do that
2: sometimes with essential oils, too. They,
1: they do that with a lot of things.
2: You know, supplements and things that are getting ready to go off. You don't really want to buy those things on sale.
1: So remember, when it's too cheap to be, you know, too good to be true as a price, then it's, it's not.
0: It's, not true. it's, it's a
1: little true. You know, the, the next thing is we, we put, uh, also with Saffron and Villa, is we put cinnamon. And most of the cinnamon in the United States is actually cassia. It's not actually cinnamon itself. Cassia is grown in Vietnam and China. It's related to the Ceylon family. It's it's considered real. Ceylon is the real cinnamon. Okay. And Cassia bark is hotter and more abrasive than the lighter aromatic Ceylon. And the sticks are fairly easy to tell apart. Ceylon uh, quills are composed of many paper thin rolled up. They kind of look like thin layers of brown paper. It's rolled up. That's what you want to look for when you buy real cinnamon. While the Cassia type is a single sheet of bark. Now, what? The label
2: will say either Ceylon or it'll say Zelonica. That's right. no real cinnamon.
1: And I always tell people to buy actually the real cinnamon in the sticks as it's curled up. Then you know it's real. When it's Once it says ground cinnamon, and that's all they say on the label, ground cinnamon, they don't tell you what type. And name? it's usually going to be cassia. And I think they use
2: coffee husks. They do. Use grind coffee. it up to fool you. They do so again.
1: Again, more fillers that are being used to actually um, now remember. Think of how much cinnamon is used in America every day: cinnamon rolls, cinnamon buns, cinnamon on the coffee at the at the local coffee shop, fast foods, uh, cinnamon cookies. I mean, there's cinnamon in everything, and uh, you know. And why is it so cheap now? Is because we're not actually giving you the real form of the high grade of cinnamon. We're giving you, you know, like again, when you go to big box stores, you get this big old pound of cinnamon ground powder. When you, when you use, when you use um, spices, we always recommend organic. We try to get the source of origin on the package. And you want to buy the smallest portion of the amounts as possible because you want to use it. You want to grind it and use it because that's when all the volatile oils, all the health compounds is being active. If it's sitting there on a shelf at the big box store and you get it on discount, it's already lost its benefits. It might be okay for just adding some smell to cookies, but you're missing the actual do
2: not buy this in the dollar store. Right. This and,
1: and cinnamon's really good for lowering your cholesterol. Cinnamon is mm-hmm. lowering for lowering blood sugar. They've actually extracted components and patented that. We have them in many of our glucose and lipid lowering products. Uh, but again, cinnamon every day in your food real. Also, what goes along with this is coffee then, right? We're just talking about the, the coffee has been shown. Ground coffee has been shown to be contaminated or adulterated with twigs, roasted corn, and also ground up toasted parchment paper.
2: In the instant coffee?
1: In the ground coffee. So the like when people coffee. buy these big tubs, it's already right. ground up. Remember, you're just putting it in the filter and you're just running it through. Um, all these things can have this, like, how do we just fill up more space? The average person doesn't really have a palate to really distinguish fine coffee. Even when they go to some of these uh, coffee fast food chains, they think that they're getting this this expensive, um, fancy coffee. It's just more flavor, smells, Uh, chemicals and additives and and, and sugars that make it taste better. But yes, uh, roasted parchment paper.
2: Imagine what they have in instant coffee. You have no idea what's in there.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) so again, you know, again, try to get whole organic beans, fair trade, shade grown. Almost every store carries them now. Try to find the country of origin. I actually like country origin, single origin versus a blend. Blend just means they're picking up all the beans from wherever off the floor of the warehouse, and they say, okay, this is a city blend, this is a, this blend, this is a, that blend. I like to get specific coffees uh, that are just origin. Then I know I'm supporting those people, fair trade, shade grown, organic. That's what you can get, and it's not more expensive. In fact, you know, organic a canister at at a, at a regular store could be maybe nine to twelve bucks. People are spending six bucks for a latte at the uh, local coffee fast food chain. Want to
2: get fair trade? organic whole beans grind them yourself make your own coffee
1: put a little bit of cinnamon put a little bit of organic turmeric put a little bit of of, uh, cardamom powder put a uh, grind a little bit of real uh, saffron and then you can put something like dandy blenders which is roasted chicory root and and dandelion and it's delicious that's what we make in our coffee every morning
2: health drink first thing in the morning
1: Right. It makes it more alkaline. You have all the anti-inflammatories, all the flavonoids, all the uh, you know, health benefits. So this is how you make your morning Joe, uh, you know, morning Wonder Woman, morning Superman. Really for you, not just for caffeine, but really actually getting more of the polyphenols and antioxidants. How to make your food, the medicine. That's what we're here for. Okay, after we come back from the short break, we're going to start talking about the last of our list. We're going to talk about wines. We're going to talk about juices. We're going to talk about mystery meats and more. Stay Ooh, tuned, and we'll be right back.
2: Black Pepper. Shots.
3: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
0: If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution, supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over eight hours. Fast acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C.com. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in An Inflammation Nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com.
3: fivevitas all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health, so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit FIVIDA.com to learn more. That's P H I V I D acom Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's one 472 5792 Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now let's return to Take Back Your Health.
1: Wow. What a show it's been. You know, I've learned so much. Hopefully everybody who's listening, you have learned as well. Again, it's not to scare people. It's to make us understand why, you know, in 2018, so many people around the world globally are still sick, even though they're trying to eat healthy, even though we have health food stores or online delivery and we have, you know, restaurants now that are claiming that they're higher end. You know, it's one thing that I want everybody and each listener to be is healthy. And happy. That's our intention here at Take Back Your Health. And Maureen and I want the best for everyone to always feel good and feel good about what you're putting in your body.
2: And so, you know, when you're looking at your family finances, you really want to be spending a large amount of money on your foods. Don't go to the dollar store and buy cheap foods that turn out to be fake foods and affect your health. Buy good or Organic, real foods.
1: You know, a lot. Of, you know, we. I think the study in my book, I have the data, but it's about six percent where the average uh, family in America spends on their food in terms of their income. And in most countries around the world, they're spending anywhere from twenty to thirty percent. That's means, an interesting thing. We so, we so we we value. The, you know, they value the food. They go to the fresh markets. They go to the local uh, co-ops. They go to the farmers' markets. You know, it's everything is fresh, smaller amounts. And here, we're just the opposite. We go to the big box store and say, I'm going to get fifty gallons of this at a discount, and I'm going to store it in my, my, my pantry forever because I got it on discount. And it's just like the Seinfeld episode of where Kramer just loads up with, uh, with the beefaroni or whatever. These are not really good things to do. Fresh, small, you know, it's not inconvenient because what's inconvenient is having a heart attack, having diabetes, having cancer. So really making the food the medicine is important. Now, we talked about beef last time, and I wanted to make something just real quick. In my book, I'm not sure if I remember if I talked about it last week, but you know, the Annals of Diagnostic Pathology looked at the beef content in the food industry. And they wow. took the type, top eight fast food restaurants again, and they looked at the meat content. And what it showed is that the average meat content in the top eight fast food restaurants ranges between 2 and 14%. So what that means again is that 86 to 98 percent of the all beef patty or ground beef in your taco, for example, is not meat.
2: So what is it?
1: So it's GMO corn, GMO soy. Now soon to be GMO wheat and all the pink slime that you don't want to know about. So again, you know, one thing is is pink slime slime just google it but not again before you're eating (laughs) Exactly. you know one thing i want to make clear is that you know before we went plant-based you know i you know marine was way healthier than i was for for most of her life for me i was a standard american diet person until 2009 when you know when you read my book my life had a a a game-changing experience that looked at i looked started looking at how food was really now um should be applied as medicine I was, I used to eat, there's a local restaurant, actually a local burger chain. I won't name it for legal reasons, but I had a patient many years ago who was a rancher who'd supply the beef. And it was this, this famous Angus beef burgers. Uh, we all go and use it here locally because it's supposed to be better USDA grade. And I, I probably eat thousands of these burgers growing up and it was a little bit more expensive when you want to support locals. So we say, hey, I'm eating this versus the other, you know, fast food chains. And when I had this guy come in as a patient, I asked him, and said, hey, after the consult, because I'm trying to tell him to go plant-based as a rancher. Ironically. And ironically more, he says, I don't even eat that. And I go, what do you mean you don't eat? You supply the, 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 the cows to this, the industry. You're, you're the ones with the Angus beef. And he's like, no, what we sell for, for ground beef is the worst type of cow meat or the worst uh, cow animal state of, of health. They have tumors. They have infections. That all goes to ground meat, and that's up to the, the restaurant supplier to cook it at a certain temperature to kill that bacteria. And also, he said... I want to get a piece of meat where I can actually see it and cut it so I don't have tumors or other aspects of defects in this animal because it's all factory farmed usually. And so I was really shocked because I'm like, this, I ate thousands of those burgers thinking it was better. And now I know that, again, even I myself even you know, was mismarketed. Was mis- and so, you know, the ground beef is one thing. Now, when we see things at the health store, or more importantly now at the uh, grocery markets, you know, there's in my book, we talk about this, but there's something that what they use is they call n- like a, they use a nitrogen, okay, or carbon dioxide, sorry. So uh, when I was in, a, in the emergency room, uh, working as a resident, uh, we would see patients who come in here in New Mexico, we have a lot of um, these um, trailers. And they don't have the, um, what do you call those, smoke detectors or carbon monoxide detectors. Usually batteries are now, people don't replace them, right? And so the gas stove goes on and then people will come unconscious to the emergency room uh, with carbon monoxide poisoning. And one of the things that is the classic diagnostic thing is that when we pull the blood from the patient, it has this deep, bright red when it comes in the tube. It's super, super bright. And you go, wow. And that, that's instant. We already know the person's unconscious is carbon monoxide poisoning. And so what they now do in the industry is they get this beef. That's old, and what a lot of restaurants have been, uh, uh, what do you call it? Grocery markets have been found doing illegally. And there's videos on the internet, and there's it's in all countries, by the way. And
2: not just illegally, they do it as routine now. As
1: routine, but they can yeah. take a uh, a beef or a, say ground beef or ground any kind of ground meat, turkey, this or that, and ground beef, ground bison, and if it's just going to its expiration date or past, they can take it in the back, take off that plastic wrap, and then they put they spray it with this carbon dioxide carbon uh, dioxide or monoxide. Monoxide. And what, yeah, yeah, and what it does is it makes the the hemoglobin kind of bind. It makes it really, really bright red. So it makes it bright red, and then they rewrap it with cellophane and slap the label. And I think in my book I have the data, but it can carry the bacteria up to several months, okay, without being seen. So it looks like it's fresh. You know, we're always looking at meats for being bright red; it's fresh, like the yolks being really yellow. And it's actually fake. Uh, but again, another reason why you want to be looking at just avoiding as much animal protein as possible. And on the last, you know, we have a few more minutes here. Um, eggs, fake eggs. That's one thing that we've seen, oh, fake I eggs. I just saw that. Yeah. And, you know, they make fake shells out of calcium carbonate, the yolks and the whites. from. I mean, they even have it where they show in, in China now because it's a large production. And even in India, it's like you can barely tell the difference. You can crack it. You can actually make a fried egg. It looks like a fried egg. And it's completely gelatin so it looks very real gelatin all sorts of chemicals all sorts of you know different things that we don't even want would to you know go about to
2: all the trouble to make a fake egg because I, I
1: would because, say, because I when they have all you can eat buffet you can have free <laughs> breakfasts when you stay at the hotels now you know continental <laughs> breakfast scrambled eggs are usually powdered eggs which are fake eggs right and so you don't have to be in the military to have that exposure you go to any school or cafeteria or college and you know that scrambled eggs in those containers are really fake
2: Hey, you know, I think we sh- I think we should really talk about honey.
1: Yeah. So really quick, we have one minute left, but honey is usually diluted and honey is usually corn syrup. Uh, it's mis- mis- mislabeled. We talked a little bit on the last episode, uh, but there's a lot of uh, exploitation on honey, real honey, organic, raw and filtered. you know, about 10 to 15 dollars just for a, a small little jar. And now you can get these little bear honeys at the, at the, again, the big box store for and like. They're the worst like, ones.
2: Yeah, high
1: toast, corn syrup. So again, everybody, I hope you found this show to be a, a enlightening, educational. Uh, again, we want to look at all the foods that you put on your plate. It should be real, should be organic, non GMO, try to eat as much plant based that's going to be best for your health, best for the best for the environment, best for the people in the environment and our planet. Uh, but if you do choose these other foods, make sure that you know the supplier, make sure that you, you ask the stores, try to find country of origin, actually try to look at it. We didn't even talk about fake rice, plastic rice.
2: Yeah, we talked about that last
1: time. We talked about we plastic did. rice? Yes. Uh, 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 yeah. All right. So almost everything on the meal we talked about could be fake. Try to get real food people, stay healthy. And um, and
2: tell your friends and family about this stuff.
1: Yeah. So, again, when, when, when Fourth of July comes around, everybody's bringing potluck uh, and things to the plate. Please um, be healthy
0: and best of health. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Take Back Your Health with Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton can be heard live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we meet again, allow the lyrics from Rage Against the Machine to be our closing thought. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now?